Thank you for coming in today's reading of Daily Reflections and a little bit of Grapevine. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, now, let's go ahead and read today's Daily Reflection. See what... It has to offer for, for today, for the 18th of May. Freedom to be me. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Alcoholic Namas, page 83. My first true freedom is the freedom not to have to take a drink today. If I truly want it, it will work. I will work the 12 steps. And the happiness of this freedom will come to me through the steps. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Other freedoms will follow, and inventorying them is a new happiness. I had a new freedom today, the freedom to be me. I have the freedom to be the best me I have ever been. Amen. Cool stuff. And today's 24-hour little book says, we're in AA for two main reasons, to keep so sober ourselves and to help others keep sober. It's a well-known fact that helping others is a big part of keeping sober yourself. It's also being proved that it is very hard to keep sober all by yourself. A lot of people have tried it and failed. They come to a few AA meetings and then they stay sober alone for a few months, but usually they eventually get drunk. Meditation for today. Look by fate into the place beyond space or time where God dwells and whence you came and to which you shall eventually return. Look unto be him and be saved. Look unto him and be saved. To look beyond material things is within the power of everyone's imagination. Faith takes a look and saves you from despair. Faith ponders and looks and saves you from worry and care. Faith focuses and brings peace beyond understanding. Fate looks intently and brings you all the strength you need. Fate looks and gives you a new and vital power and a wonderful peace and serenity. Prayer for the day, I pray that I may have faith to look. I pray that by faith I may look beyond the new eternal life. Amen. All right, now we're going to be reading an article from August of 2004, 14, excuse me, grapevine. I was excited when my husband got a job in the United States. I thought maybe I could start a new life with our six-month-old baby. Maybe things were going to change about my obsession to drink. Maybe everything finally would make some sense. I was a stay-at-home mom living a good life, taking care of my boy and having fun, but I was drinking alone and hiding it from everyone. I started to feel sick and sicker and kept that secret too. I had a double life. How could I tell anyone? I didn't know what was wrong with me. Growing up in my country, I do not remember knowing drunken women. Alcohol was for men. A woman had to be a lady and drink like a lady. I never told anyone, not even my closest friends, how much I drank. I felt so alone. Me, an alcoholic? To me, there was no such thing as an alcoholic woman. I started doing some research about alcoholism and realized that maybe I was an alcoholic, but I was a highly functional alcoholic, so I was able to 
to fool everyone, mostly my loving husband. He asked me quite a few times if anything was wrong with me, but I couldn't admit the truth every time I lied, I lied to him. I was full of shame and guilt. Eventually, I destroyed his trust in me. Soon, my drinking escalated, and I had alcohol hidden all over the house. It got to the point where I could not tolerate alcohol anymore, but I just couldn't stop. I was dying in sight. I wished the end would come soon. That's when I went to AA. I started going to meetings. I understood some English, but it was hard to relate. I felt so different. I was a stranger, always an outsider. Yet, I didn't have a choice. I didn't want to die. When my second child was born, AA began to lose its priority. I wanted to be a mom. Life had gotten better, but half measure availed me nothing. After a while, I came to the conclusion that I was not an alcoholic, and I drank for two more years. There, They were years of misery, despair, heartbreak, and hospitals. Alcohol was my king again, and I was his slave. I could not escape him. Now I was really dying. Finally, I had to make a decision. I only had two choices, the bitter end or trying AA one more time. Fortunately, without any doubt whatsoever, I had to admit I was an alcoholic. After going to meetings again, this time really listening with an open mind, I came to believe that maybe I could be restored to sanity. I started working the steps with a sponsor and began to want sobriety. I did everything I was told to do. I prayed over and over again, God, please don't let me drink today. The miracle started to happen, and I began to enjoy my sober life. I was still afraid of people, but I took God everywhere. I went, I trusted God, and I kept coming to meetings, doing service, reaching out, and allowing people in. Soon, I started feeling comfortable within myself. Today, I have an Attitude of gratitude every single day. I believe that's why I'm still sober. After two years and nine months, I love my sober life. God blessed me with an amazing, loving family and the most wonderful friends. I'm happy, joyous, and free. I now like the person i become. Thank you, God, for giving me another chance. Paola M. from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you, Paola, and thank you very much. Let's go ahead and finish this session with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Stay. Thank you for coming on today's West Oaks Grove AA meeting. I'm Fernando, alcoholic, your secretary. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change, to make some difference. And wisdom to know the understanding. How does that go? <clears throat> Gotta wake up here. God, grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can. And wisdom to know the difference. Amen. 
As from all the funny pills and the sniffing that happened at one time in my life. Ho, 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 ho. Okay, let's go ahead and read today's daily reflection. We'll get ourselves started. I also like the little 24-hour reading. Well, let's start with the reflections, please. It says, freedom to be me. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we're halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Alcoholic Numbers, page 83. Outstanding. My first true freedom is the freedom not to have to take a drink today. If I truly want it, I will work the 12 steps and the happiness of this freedom will come to me through the steps, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. Other freedoms will follow and inventorying them is the new happiness. I had a new freedom today and the freedom to be me. I had the freedom to be the best me I have ever been. Amen and amen. You know, the, the, the big book, Fernando Alcoholic, talks a little bit about the yets. And this guy in his story says, I yet this, yet that, yet. And then it says, before I came to AA or before I got sober. He saw the yes are for a past life. Living in the now is happy, joy, and freedom. If I claim I've done all my 12 steps, because the natural tendency of a human being is to have hope, faith, uh, trust, and love, and be in cuddled in your, the hands of your father. That's the objective. When, when somebody says they're still scared, you know, that the, yes are, the yetis are coming after them, let them go on their married way. You know, they, they don't do what we do. They don't read the daily reflections. How can anybody read the, today's daily reflection and go against what's written in the books? You know, who say, oh, you got to watch out. The shoe's going to fall. Ah, bunch of chicken littles, man. Screaming the sky's going to fall. That they're, The fact is, you haven't done, haven't confessed your grievous sins. I haven't confessed my ugliest groovy i'm guilty about something and i want i i don't know how to deal with it so i'm putting it on your shoulders i'm grumpy i don't know we can learn from our enemies folks thank god thank god yep they got some good points you know god bless them now we got to pray for them <laughs> we got to say may god bless them with health Prosperity and happiness. Amen. And their families and their employer. All right, let's move along. I'll get off my my little burrito, high horse. And today's daily reflection, excuse me, 24-hour day say, we're in AA for two main reasons, to keep sober ourselves and to help others stay sober. It is a well-known fact that Helping others is a big part of keeping sober ourselves. It's also been proved that it is very hard to keep sober all by yourself. A lot of people have tried it and failed. They come to a few AA meetings and they stay sober alone for a few months, but usually they eventually get drunk. That was me, Fernando Alcoholic. I got all the success because of uh, finally I was able to, to focus on things and stop the drinking. But I tried it for myself 
for a few, about eight, nine years without meetings and eventually got drunk. But I'm back. Now I got 28 years that I've been back. Meditation for the day. Look by faith into that place beyond space or time where God dwells and whence you came and to which you shall eventually return. Look into him and be saved. To look beyond material things is within the power of everyone's imagination. Faith looks saves you from despair. Faith look saves you from worry and care. Faith look brings a peace beyond all understanding. Faith look brings you all the strength you need. Faith looks gives you a new and vital power and a wonderful peace and serenity. Let me read that again. Meditation for the day. Look by faith into that place beyond space or time where God dwells and whence you came and to which you shall eventually return. You know, I see a lot of a near-death experience. I have experienced one myself. Gone into heaven, walked around the grass. There's beautiful, classic, honey, love music playing in the air. It's just so and, and there's buildings and grass and skies and blue. You know, I've been there and God touched me and took me to heaven. I didn't have to, I didn't have to die, <clears throat> but I work hard to get there. It takes three weeks of consistent singing, praying, stomping your feet and, and seeking God. <clears throat> I did that like a, like a drowning man. I wanted to know who God was, so they took me to heaven, folks. Well, you don't have to believe me, but you know the amazing thing about the internet that is that Russians and people from all over the world, millions and millions of testimonies of people who have gone into heaven and came back, either died or had near-death experiences, and especially children, children, eight years old, when they go to heaven and they come back. And then one of the children says, I don't know why God took me to heaven. I mean, I don't know why. I went to heaven, walked around, held Jesus' hand, said, and she starts talking about this. She was having a gladder operation or something. He goes, but then she says, I don't know why God, Jesus took me to hell, and we walked around hell and looked around, she says. You know, but there's a lot of, in other words, she was mentioning a lot of celebrities. So you may want to look up, if you like, an eight-year-old NED children's. Now, a child cannot hallucinate, can't they? Anyway, it's their recovery, my recovery, not yours. We keep our judgmentals to ourselves. You know, we want to de deny that there's here and hereafter, and that's fine. But it looks like all AA literature and everything is pointing that way. Look unto him and be saved. To look beyond material things is within the power of everyone's imagination. Fate looks saves you from despair. Fate looks saves you from worry and care. Fate looks brings peace beyond your understanding. Fate looks brings you all the strength you need. Fate looks gives you new and vital power and a wonderful peace of serenity. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may have faith's look. I pray that by faith I may look beyond to the new internal. You know, this is fine and dandy. But if you don't have a God of understanding and don't see him, you have to look at words then. 
you have to believe that faith. Anyway, what I'm trying to get to is the fact is, is that I saw my creator and I saw him full of blood and I saw him handing me the keys of the kingdom. And that too took me three weeks of prayer and seeking and despair. And he showed me that I, I look unto him and I stare unto him as he's staring back. He was actually staring back at me with disbelief. You know, he was just disbelief of my unbelief. <laughs> you know, and he was handing me these keys. And you know what his face was telling me? I, that grew up in the streets, it, it was telling me I'd done everything on my, on my part that I could do. Went down to hell fought with the devils, took the keys of the kingdom, the authority back from Satan, and I'm here handing it to you for you to go out there and say the right things, and I'll help you. Remember, lately the Lord told me, I am with you, and you have prayer. So if you're trying to tackle a family, a job, or existence, you have your higher power next to you. If yours is Jesus Christ, that's who I have mine, and I made sure it, that he was it by what I just told you, you know. And many other times, about 14 assurances that he's the right God for me. The point is, I'm making is that I, I have, we have strength and faith and, and his help with prayer on any task you want to start a new meeting? You want to keep up, be a good sponsor? You want to help out the community? Start a meeting. Start an Elatine meeting. Start an Al-Anon meeting. Start a 12-step meeting. You know, anywhere where there's a need, today I will start more Al-Anon meetings than anything. We got, we got enough AA meetings, and, and the women are the ones that are home and the guys, too, hurting. We need to reach them out and give them a solution. All right. This podcast not turned out the way I thought it'd be, but God bless you. Thank you so much for coming in here today. We're going to go ahead and read uh, Proverbs 18, and we're out of here. I got to do this in Spanish, too. I don't got to. I, I love to. I love to do it in both languages because it helps me see it differently. Wisdom gives life. Proverbs 18. Thank you, King Solomon. Thank you, God, for King Solomon, rather. An unfriendly person isolates himself and seems to care only about his own issues. For his contempt of sound judgment makes him a recluse, makes him a drunk, really. Don't want no one telling him or helping anybody. Senseless people finds no pleasure in acquiring true wisdom. For all they want to do is impress you what they know. You know, you notice how senseless people just want to talk and talk and, and take your, your time. I don't like those kind of sponsees. <laughs> An un ungodly man is always cloaked with disgrace, as dishonor and shame are his companions. Not that I don't like us. I, I, I get to them right away. I said, I want you to thank God for what you're going through. Thank God for every time they call. I have to go over the basics. And for 
Did you thank God? Call me back and thank God you know, over the situation. That's the problem. You're not acknowledging the creator who gave you the opportunity to do something well in your life and you didn't include him, so it went bad now, you know, or you feel bad. An ungodly man is cloaked with disgrace as dishonor and shame are his companions. Woo. That was me, folks. And I added to the disgrace. If I get, disgrace becomes habitual. You know, go ahead and break everything up so I can feel disgraced. That's my portion in life. So once I started thanking God for my disgrace, God was merciful enough to take the dis out of disgrace and allow me to have grace alone. And then he took away the dis away from honor. <clears throat> and he allowed me to have honor. And shame, he took the S-H-A out and he allowed me to be me. Shame. <clears throat> Amen. Number four, <clears throat> words of wisdom are like a fresh flowing brook, <clears throat> like deep waters that spring forth from within, bubbling up inside the one with understanding. It is a disgrace when judges show favor to the guilty and deprive the innocent of justice. A senseless man jumps headfirst into an argument. He's just asking for a beating for his reckless words. A fool has a big mouth that only gets him into trouble, and he'll pay the price for what he says. The words of gossip merely reveal the wounds of his own soul, and his slander penetrates into the innermost being. The words of gossip merely reveal the wounds of his own soul. The one who is too lazy to look for work is the same one who wastes his life away. Ooh. That's why, folks, give them hunger. They'll love you for it. The character of God is a tower of strength. For the lovers of God delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. You know, sometimes it's, it's important that you, uh, instead of trying to attack the problem itself, you uh, you go assist and help and try to change the person that's being letting the problem happen. For instance, if you have, see a person 600, 800, and they're getting heavier now, 1,000 pounds, there had to be a feeder. Just go, go invite the feeder, pray for the feeder, for the person that's, 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 that the devil is using to feed, it's no different than you're feeding your person, your loved ones electricity to be on the, uh, on those games all day long, feeding them and housing them and so forth. And you know, their, their minds are, are being withered away. You're not, you're no uh, different than a assassin or a hater of society and hater of your own self. You know, I like the birds, you know what the birds do? When a little fat bird has got enough worms in him, they destroy the nest. Either you fly, boy, or you die. <laughs> Number 10, the character of God is a tower of strength. 
for he, the lovers of God, the loved ones that seek God, delights to run into his heart and be exalted on high. The character of God is a tower of strength. For the seekers that love God, delight to run into his heart and be exalted on high. Amen. The rich and their conceit, imagine their wealth. Imagine that their wealth is enough to protect them. It becomes their confidence in the day of trouble. You know, how do you respond in the day of trouble? Do you call up on God or you call on your credit card? A man's heart is the proudest when his downfall is nearest, for he won't see glory until the Lord sees humility. Woo. Listen before you speak, for to speak before you you heard the facts will bring humiliation. I do that a lot. I get talk too much. The will to live sustains you when you're sick, but depression crushes courage and leaves you unable to cope. That's one of the reasons we say all is well and kid ourselves with every situation. We do not let it get to our souls so it will crush our spirits. And and we we always say something good is going to come out of this. Thank God. Just keep at it. It's best to take a gratitude list of all the things that we have. Can you move your toes? Move your toes. Say, thank you, God, I can move my toes. How about your ankles? Thank you, God, I can move my ankles. How about your calves? Thank you, God, for the calves and the pump that's inside my veins and so forth to keep the oil running in the body. Thank you, God, for the bones, the joints, the lubricants, the tendons. Thank you, God, for the uh, nourishment, the minerals, the juice to keep it going. Thank you for the air. Thank you for the skin and the millions of pores that keep the body running properly. Thank you, God, for the hips. Thank you for the back. Thank you for the buttocks and the reproductions and the elimination and the piping. Thank you, God, for the stomach and the wonders of the gut and the an incredible acid that it has in there to, to bust up and burn up all the ingredients. Just an amazing piece of machinery is our our bodies. Thank you, Lord, for the wonders that were made. The hip, don't forget the kidneys and the liver. Thank God for the liver. Thank God for the stomach. Thank God for the wonderful, tough heart that is so incredibly, and it repairs itself too, folks. The body repairs itself if you walking in faith and love and doing all the right things and loving on yourself. Thank you, God, for the brain, the shoulder. Let's thank God for our our lungs, able to breathe in and take in oxygen and, and let go of the toxic exhaust. Thank God for our ears. Thank God for our eyes. Those are gifts from the Lord. He's given us eyes. Thank God for the brain. Thank you, God, for all hairs, Lord. He has them all numbered. Huh. Is this an AA meeting? <laughs> I get confused because I do so many. Anyway, that's the way to do it. It's to be thankful and grateful. Do, do a walk in the morning. Do a gratitude list. Do a gratitude. All you're doing is you're building yourself up in case something comes and tries to eat your lunch. As it hits you from left side, which it will, you're going to be ready because say, thank you, God, for that. Something good is going to come out of this. 
I thank you. I usually say, Jesus, you got mail. You got email, Jesus. When I run into a situation and we laugh about it, and we and I say, thank you. We're going to get through this somehow, some way. I don't let that little poor me, the little whimpering uh, that gets his way through whimpering come out. Bring the adult. Say, thank you, God. No. We're going to get through this somehow, some way. It's going to be fine. I don't see it now, but I do thank you. That's the attitude that makes the thing fine. I just had a trouble. I just changed the water on the on the fish. And the pump, I left the pump running and there was no water. And then it just got heated up and it wouldn't work. So I said, thank you, God, whatever it is. I looked online real quickly. I said, well, whatever it is, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I usually want to find me a, some free aquarium stuff. You find it all the time on the internet. It's amazing what people get free locally. But I, this morning I was reading and I thought, why don't you put the thing upside down and bang it some and then turn it on. Turn it on and put it up. So I dumped the water, I turned it upside down, banged it and boom, it started running. Thank you God. Uh, the uh, filter system is working fine. Now, how did I get off on that? Let me try and finish this. I have to go on my Zoom class here in just a few minutes. The will to live sustains you when you're sick. The will to live. Okay, so, or the soul to live. Or the power of choice to live, folks. Or the habit. The habit is the will to live, folks. The right habit. If I'm criticizing, condemning, and always me and and that, complaining, we're all going to die, folks. You might as well have a party and enjoy by being happy, joyous, and free, and and just enjoy life. As a, you ever see the elderly people? They're just so happy living in the now. <laughs> hey, there's... Your wisdom dictates there's nothing you can do, folks. There's that there's going to be a dead. Uh, eh. What's the use? Who am I talking to? The will to live. Come on now. That's why you say all is well to every circumstance that tries to attack, even the good stuff. All is well. You got a bill. All is well. You're aging. All is well. You're overeating. All is well. There's a solution somehow. You don't stay there. You start keep looking for it. It keeps keep doing and working. Some don't give up. Act like you never gave up. Just act like you always were fit, always were smart, always were happy. Act like you're always are are in shape and doing the right things. That have no gaps. You just act like it from here on. Just act like it. You don't have to moan about you haven't. Just that's where your fate is our kicks in. We just act like it. The will to live sustains us when we're sick. You say, Well, I'm not sick. Yeah, you you haven't been boiled in the little teapot, huh? Where you get so sick you say, Oh man, I I gotta get my affairs in 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 line, you know? And you start seeing life for what, you know, it is. But depression crushes and, and causes more problems, crushes courage. Courage, all it is is rage 
focus rates, the word courage is, focus rates. Uh, righteous indignation. Enough is enough. Let's get on. Let's get on with this thing. And leaves you unable to cope. Depression. The spiritual hungry are always ready to learn more. 15. And their hearts are eager to discover new truth. That's where we're at, folks. I love it. And I hope I'm giving you food for thought. If you're here with me, as long as you, I've been ratting in, uh, you're, you're this person. You're spiritually hungry. You're always looking to something to munch on, ready to learn more. And that's a beautiful habit that we all have. For our hearts are eager to discover new truth. Isn't that true? Hey, would you like to meet a very important person? Take a generous gift. It will do wonders to gain interest into their presence. And you can do that with Father God too, with, you know, Give to the uh, to the widows and anyway, that's another subject. But there are two sides to every story. The first one to speak sound true until you hear the other side, and they set the record straight. You know one thing about God: when you thank Him for a problem that you got yourself into, God is your friend that sets the record straight. He'll talk to you with in the now. He'll talk to you with no, you know, just frankly. He'll just talk to you frankly. Well, Jack, you uh, you were playing the fool. You knew that this was the problem. You were pushing the edge. You knew that uh, this caused, if any, whatever it was. A coin toss resolves a dispute and can put an argument to rest between Formidable opponents. I think we should do that more often, huh? I said, okay, we're going to go at it right now. Why don't we just toss a coin and you win or I win? <laughs> 19. It is easier to conquer a strong city than to win back a friend who you offended. If you offended somebody, just drop the ball. You're going to go find a brand new friend unoffended, okay? And a new experience. Just go try again. We all mess up. We all say the wrong thing. Okay, so big deal. There's they need to go find new friends too, and they need to be forgive forgive themselves. So stop moaning and groaning and just get on with life. There's hundreds and millions of other new friends. Let's try again. And if you're gonna offend you offended a girl, you know, by checking out another one or something in that nature happened, go find yourself another one say thank God you did that thank God you messed up thank God you you, you told her she had a big nose like someone I know did that before <laughs> bye-bye Freddie okay their walls go up making it nearly impossible to win them back don't even try guy I mean just go and find your true love in the pool of billions of people that God has for us. Just get, get yourself together, dust yourself up. Yep, we messed up. We did it bad. So go in the showers and start again. Let's go. Now we know. That's what experience is called, folks. That's what life is, an adventure. You know, of try and try again. Be skillful at anything. Anything worth, well, anything worthwhile is worth doing badly. Anything, what is what is worthwhile? Having associations with friends and people and moving on with life. And it's worth doing badly. Go, just get up and get going. 
It reminds me of the uh, Sleeping Hollow. I think it was uh, where the girl said no to the guy, broke his heart, man, and he was out there with the cowboys, and he was, and uh, he's talking to him, and then the older cowboy says. Well, when you're breaking a horse, man, you get back on the horse again and you try to ride that horse again, you know, to the horse. And then the horse eventually starts to love you because you give it shelter and warm hay and oats. And he loves you, you love him. And the kid went back and got him, got his girl. Ha <laughs> ha. Sharing words of wisdom is satisfying to your inner being. It encourages you to know that you changed someone else's life. Amen. Let's, guys, let's get out there and let's share let's bold words, let's say. Thank God you're a misfit. <laughs> and tell them, expect a miracle because you're putting God in the, for, in the front burner. That's the problem. We don't put God in the front burner. And he, he made this life so he can experience new things through us. Like gelato ice cream. 21. Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative. Uh-oh, I'm out of time. I'll be back. <laughs>